Alleluia, Christ is risen, the Lord is risen indeed, Alleluia. This morning, we proclaim the good news of Easter in the light of day. Sun finally streaming down outside, candles lit, music soaring. But all those years ago, the resurrection happened in darkness. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed. The resurrection happened in darkness, with no one there to see it. When Mary Magdalene arrived, it was dark. When she saw the stone rolled away, she ran to tell Simon and John, and they ran in darkness to the tomb, looked in, saw linen wrappings lying there, and they could not make sense of what was happening. They looked. They even went into the tomb, but then they went home. But Mary, Mary stayed in the darkness. Resurrection happens first in the dark. And beloved, we are so often in the dark, aren't we? We are in the darkness of an environmental crisis that we can barely comprehend in its awfulness in the ways in which our beautiful world is being transformed, turned into something fearful, and we cannot seem to change our ways to prevent the damage. We're in a dark political time, a time when politicians too often seek to confuse us about the truth, when we're tempted to stick with our own side, take cover in tribal loyalties, throwing stones at one another, rather than finding a way to see one another in our humanity, our dignity, our need. We're in a dark time, surrounded by violence. Just this morning, terrible violence in Sri Lanka. Terrorist bombings coordinated to strike churches and hotels on Easter. For 20 years since Columbine, we have suffered waves of horrific shootings at schools, at churches, at synagogues, at mosques, at concerts and clubs. We hear of gunshots and gangs our own city scarred over and over again by the senseless deaths of the young. It is a dark time. But resurrection, resurrection happens first in the darkness. And if we stay in the darkness, if we have the courage to stay there, we might just get to be witnesses of resurrection. In the darkness of the environmental crisis of forest fires sweeping through California, of ice caps melting, of devastating storms, we stay present and we hear the voice of a young girl. 15-year-old Greta Thunberg of Sweden. You may have heard of her. She became seriously depressed that adults didn't seem to care about the dismal future they were constructing for children. But then 
Greta decided to protest by striking from school, sitting in front of the Swedish parliament, insisting that she would not move until they brought the country in line with the Paris Accords. At first, no one joined her. Then her message caught fire. She inspired other students to join her. She now speaks to heads of state in front of global conferences. She inspired a global walkout of school by school children. And suddenly, it seems possible that in the midst of darkness, hope has been resurrected. The passion of a girl for this beautiful world might make all the difference. In the darkness of violence, of gunshots and frightened children, of cycles of gang violence that seem without end of communities torn apart, columnist David Brooks is lifting up stories of those who are working to reweave the fabric of communities, including the story of Lisa Fitzpatrick of New Orleans, a healthcare executive who, driving home one night, saw two young boys, 10 and 11, looking terrified. And then they held up a gun and they shot her. And she learned later that they were forced to do this as part of gang initiation. But Fitzpatrick said, I wasn't the victim and they weren't the victims. We were trapped in a war that started long before us. And so Fitzpatrick gave up her job. She started a community center meant for gang members a place that was safe and loving for them to hang out, to learn skills of reconciliation rather than retaliation. When she asks the teenagers why they want to hang out there with a 55-year-old woman, they say, because we knocked on the door and you opened it. In the darkness of violence and fear, there is a resurrection of connection and love. Resurrection happens in darkness. But you've got to stay in the darkness. You've got to let your eyes adjust so that you can see it. Mary Magdalene stayed in the darkness. She was desperate in the darkness of her sorrow, so desperate, so frenzied by grief that she looks right at angels, at angels. She barely registers their presence, and she weeping laments, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they laid him. She's so grief-stricken that at first she can't even recognize the resurrected Jesus, mistaking him for the gardener demanding that he tell her where her friend is. Mary is in the dark. She's mired in the dark. Her eyes haven't adjusted yet. All she can see is a black bowl of sorrow in front of her. But then Jesus calls her name. Mary, suddenly, what was dark becomes light. Suddenly, resurrection. Resurrection happens in darkness and then bursts upon her and she cries out, Rabboni, teacher. When we're in the dark, we can feel so alone, smothered in depression and grief and sorrow, 
But resurrection, resurrection is about relationship. It's about transformation of the world. A young girl gathers school children worldwide, creating connection, lifting up all their voices so they're not alone in the dark. A middle-aged woman opens her doors to the young men caught in a cycle of violence, a war not of their own making, creating a new kind of family, not only for them but for herself. A woman goes into a tomb in the dark, ready to prepare, prepare her friend's body for burial, and she greets the risen Lord who calls her by name, who tells her to share this good news with the others, to tell them that he is going to his Father and our Father, to his God and our God, creating a new family where we are all children of God because of the resurrection. Beloved, even if you are in the dark, take heart, take heart. Resurrection happens in the darkness. We might not recognize it at first. Our sorrow might keep us from seeing what is emerging in front of us, but stay there. Let your eyes adjust, look for, grasp the promise of the resurrected Jesus, the one who makes us all one family, who connects us one to another and to God and who brings hope out of despair, joy out of sorrow, life out of death. Resurrection happens in the darkness, but by God it happens. So even, even while we are still in sorrow, in grief, in darkness, even then we can proclaim with confidence, with hope, Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. <laughs>